Welcome back, everyone, to Mrs. King's Chronicles, a podcast for Scarecrow and Mrs. King fans. This is our debut episode for season two, and I'm Lexi Fima, joined by my fellow podcasters, Jen Peterson, Taya Johnston, and Miranda Thomas. Today we'll be talking about season two, episode one, To Catch a Mongoose. This episode was filmed fifth out of 23 and yes we do have 23 this time last time we only had 21 so they're making up for it now to catch up and this one is shown first but it was actually filmed fifth it was directed by rod holcomb you'll remember rod holcomb also directed the first time and there goes the neighborhood those are the only three he's done so Hmm. he did both the first one for season one and the first one for season two that's cool yeah And he's also done directing for ER, The Six Million Dollar Man, and China Beach, to name a few. And then the story is written by Rudolph Borchert. He also did, and you'll remember, Filming Raul, Weekend, Waiting for Godorsky, Charity Begins at Home, Playing Possum, and Vigilante Mothers. Hmm. It's interesting because Bill Froelich... Stephen Hatman and Mark Lisson are all mentioned as writing in IMDb, but then you look at it and they're marked as producers only, not as writers. So Interesting. Yeah, but then when I have the scripts, there are certain scripts I have that says that Stephen Hatman wrote them, hmm. but he's not mentioned in IMDb. He's only marked as a producer, not a writer. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I'm not sure. So then getting into the guest stars, there's a few that I want to talk about. The first one is Stephen Davies. He played Comrade Walter Barnhill, Amanda's high school friend. He graduated from the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts in 1975. He actually grew up, Lexi, Mm -hmm. in Berkeley, Michigan. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then he he moved to Troy, which is where Lexi and I work. No way. So, yeah. So he he graduated from Berkeley High in 68, and then he went to Wayne State University. Oh, my gosh. A local boy. Yeah. And then (laughs) uh, for a few years, and then he went to the Royal Academy and graduated there in 1975. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So him and Martha are both Michiganders. Mm Mm-hmm. So he actually was in The Rookies in 1976 in The Mugging, the episode of The Mugging. Hmm. I have to go back and look at that because I don't recall him being in that. Okay. But apparently he was. TBD. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was also in Starsky and Hutch, Beretta, Dallas, Chips, Revenge of the Nerds 4 in 1995, uh, <laughs> Star Trek Voyager, and I didn't leave you out, Miranda. He was in Alias. He was a yes, he was. Yeah, he was a Sark associate in the Counter Agent, and his most recent work, uh, he was in The Mockingbird uh, in 2016. It was a short film, hmm. and then John Forbes Robertson, he played Inspector Keaton. He actually played Inspector Keaton twice in Scarecrow, so he plays him in this episode, and then he also plays him again in a, an affair at Bromfield Hall. Okay. Yeah, and. He was born in 1928 in uh, Sussex, England, and he died in 2008 in London. And his first acting credit is from 1937 in Kathleen. Whoa. And so, yes, that does, if you do your math, he was nine years old when he did that. That's cool. Yeah. But he didn't act again until, like, in the late 50s. So he did that, and then that was it for a while. He also played Dracula in The Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. Mm. in 1974 and then he was also in the new avengers in 76 but yeah he died in 2008 bummer yeah but a good life yep mortalized forever in imdb so there's that yeah (laughs) exactly exactly and then we have jeffrey whitehead he played the mongoose 
and he was born in 1939 in South Yorkshire, England. He started acting in 1962 at the age of 23 in Bulldog Breed, and he was also in The Avengers, and he did Upstairs, Downstairs. I recognize that one. There's a lot of, you know, these guys are English, so I don't recognize a lot of the shows, so... Sorry about that. He was in The Foundation, which is a TV series. He was also in Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson, which was a TV series, and he played Sherlock Holmes in that. And then his most recent work, he did um, Still Open All Hours. It's a TV series, and it was from this year. Mm. And then Jane Eyre he did. And then Not Going Out, it's a TV thing from 2018 as well. So he's definitely been working a lot for being, you know, almost 80 yeah for sure right yeah almost 80 and that's all i have for the guest stars it's cool that they did use actors that were in england in these episodes i thought so like too they, for sure they didn't you know they didn't bring people over they actually used local talent which right. is cool and even your michigander if he was at the royal academy then he was in london exactly as well exactly so, yeah no that was cool. really cool i like that too like even for the cabbie remember the cabbie we'll talk about it in the episode but uh, in the cabbie that yells yells at Lee for taking his cab. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, bloody hell. Like, what are you doing, <laughs> you fool? You know, and it's very, very dramatic English, you know. <laughs> so it was kind of fun that they had, you know, the accent is just so authentic. So in this episode, Lee is working with Scotland Yard to assist them in finding a particular bad guy named the Mongoose, who... It just so happens they believe has the name of Conrad Walter Barnhill. Lee gets some assistance from Billy, who says there's someone who knows what Connie Barnhill looks like. And guess who it is? It's Amanda. So she heads over to London to help Lee and Scotland Yard find this notorious hitman, the Mongoose. We do have a final draft dated June 26th of 1984. Mm -hmm. And there are some really fun little missing things that we didn't get to see and like different spins on things we did get to see. Right. We'll point those out as we go. Yep. The episode opens with beautiful panoramic shots of England. We get to see all the, the wonderful landmarks. So then it settles in on the River Thames and... We have just men kind of dawdling about, and there's a fisherman who's just kind of going off camera there, and then there's some kids playing soccer, because that's where you'd want to play soccer, of course, is down on a, right next to the river, <laughs> where your ball's going to go in. And then, obviously, there's uh, some agents working, because they're all, like, talking into their coats and uh, their wrists and such, you know, and they're... Uh, they're being told by uh, apparently the head agent, which we later find out is Keaton, that uh, you know they're they're waiting until they hear their contact make the deal, and then they'll move in. So they're all just kind of sitting tight. Well, unfortunately, by sitting tight, they're allowing the murder. <laughs> they're allowing the murder to happen, <laughs> and actually, it's murders because there's three of them, and none of them reach for their gun quick enough. I mean, come on, it just seems a little odd. I think they were like high on something. <laughs> they were way too they calm. seemed like it. They did, yeah. Well, you know, they're probably, you know, your adrenaline's pumping because you're waiting for this to happen. So you're like trying to like swallow mm-hmm. it down, you know, like really keep calm, yeah. which maybe, maybe that's why. I mm-hmm. don't know. I don't, they were or high. Or they're just living that boating life, you know. <laughs> 
that natural high of being on the water. Right. I'm just kidding, obviously. Totes kidding. So, totes kidding. Living the <laughs> yacht life. <laughs> yeah. Thug life. Um, so, <laughs> so they're, they're sitting there kind of waiting for this guy to come, and he comes down, and he's, you know, talking, and he obviously knows that they're, they're miked because he just keeps talking with them, even mm-hmm. though he's already killed them at this point. He right. just keeps talking so that nobody outside hears it. But wouldn't they, I mean, I know it's a silencer, but it's not that silent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You totally would have heard it. Totally would have heard it, that. They totally should have known that's what it was. Exactly. Like, and as soon as he went in there, they should have been right on top, like just get yeah. right there. So, I mean, it's not very plausible, mm-hmm. I don't think. Slow motion. Yeah, they're really slow. So they open up a briefcase, and the old man's looking at it, and they're gorgeous loose diamonds. Yeah, there's just, like, loose diamonds there. So he pockets those, and then he grabs his, like, satchel, I guess, and he pulls out the money, supposedly, but in actuality, he's pulling out his gun with a silencer on it. He shoots three people before one of them even gets puts a hand on their gun. I mean, I just I think that's really yeah. far fetched. But and then, like I said, he keeps talking. He's like, "All right, boys, I'll check, I'll check the money, make sure it's all there." And then he's not in such a hurry because then he's like, grabs the mic and he says, "Inspector Keaton, you may come in now and collect your rubbish." And then he leaves his calling card, so he is definitely the mongoose and. By the time they all get off their duffs to get in there, their three comrades are dead. Yep. And they all just look Pseudo. in like, oh, they're dead. I wonder how that happened. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not the best Scotland Yard agents. <laughs> Obviously not. True. We've got some major <laughs> fail going on with this whole operation. That's why they got to bring in Lee. Right. And then Inspector Keaton looks off to the side of the to the boat and finds a, a hat and a wig, which the fisherman was wearing. Yep. Which I think they actually reused that wig on uh, the mongoose's um, <laughs> body. Double. Stunt double. Yes. Thank you. Because oh, it is I the worst. It is yep. horrible. So bad. I mean, we get to see Gary Davis a lot in this yeah. one because the stunt double for Bruce, because mm-hmm. they they kind of were lazy, if you ask me, because they did not really try and blur him out. It no. was so mm-hmm. obviously Gary and not Bruce. Yes. But he did great stunts. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of stunt fails in this as far as like hiding the person because they had the same problem with the mongoose. No, just just in this this episode. Just in this episode. Yeah, they were horrible on the mongoose too. It was really bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's funny. We'll 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 have some good laughs when we get there. (laughs) So he's he's given the card and he's like, "My God, it's him, the mongoose!" Like. The card so the I like the, the card. Little... Do you guys know the significance of the mongoose and the snake? Yeah, isn't that a um, old story, like a fairy tale story that they used to talk about? Well, the mongoose is the only like weasel-like predator that goes after venomous snakes. So <laughs> they kill venomous snakes, like cobras wow. and don't mess with um, them. And so they're supposed to be kind of ruthless because they take on like the, the biggest king of the, the snake best. world. Yeah. So I kind of thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the snake on there and the mongoose title. Yeah, for sure. Well, in the script, it actually describes the business card. And it says that the mongoose has yeah. a dead snake in its mouth. Yep. 
yeah well, that would a little be even bit. more relevant yeah but they changed it a little bit so whoever they had draw it i guess i yeah. don't know it's an 8 p.m show too right? <laughs> yeah if you don't want to have <laughs> god forbid there's death right i mean poor connie spoiler alert connie gets shot in the leg and there's like no hole like in his pants no blood a BB gun. <laughs> it really is <laughs> and it's like point blank too yeah so it's ridiculous yep and amanda pokes and prods it but <laughs> She always does that. Remember <laughs> filming Raul? She's like touching his first <laughs> yeah, cheek. First cheek. That's so funny. <laughs> like, and he's like, ow, 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 stop. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, and then we cut right from the River Thames to um, Scotland Yard, the new Scotland Yard, and it's Lee, and he's on the phone talking with Billy. And we they have a beautiful view from their office, Stunning. I have to say. Yep. <laughs> And, and and Lexi and I were the whole time looking at the bridge as the cars went by yeah. looking for doodle bucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was funny. So Bruce is looking heavenly in his new tailored suits. which He looks good. He, he does. looks very good. Yes. He talked about that. You guys remember when we were in L.A. and he was talking about how he went and got all these tailored suits made for, for the wardrobe and how, how much he, more he loved his suits in comparison to the other uh-huh. seasons because they were like so, you know, yeah, they spot were... on. He looks really good. Dapper <laughs> a dude. Lot better. Oh, very good. Yeah. This is just the first that we get to see. Mm-hmm. So Lee is telling him about the piece of paper that they found on one of their dead agents. Mm-hmm. And it said the name of Conrad Walter Barnhill. And Lee is saying that they can't find any trace of this person like there's no pictures do you guys like his uh cufflinks being out that far hate it i know you hate it just, <laughs> what about you guys i didn't even notice nah, i'm just looking at the suit i like the suit yeah <laughs> so lee is saying that he they found a casino chip on demarco one of the agents and then also the name of conrad walter barnhill um and then billy's saying yeah we made some progress on that uh, the computer gave us someone who can ID this Barnhill character. He goes, that's great. Yeah, that's great. He goes, look, it's clear that DeMarco did some good old agent footwork between the setup meeting and the barge. If he stumbled on the mongoose's name and we have someone to put a face on it, we could nail this guy right here in London. He's like, well, the person can make that identification is on the way into London in about a, an hour on flight 171. Great. Who is it? And he's like waiting and he's like, Billy, who am I meeting? And then the phone clicks off. (laughs) 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 It's so cute. (laughs) And he's like, oh, God. (laughs) So then we cut to uh, a double decker bus uh, famous in uh, England. And uh, Amanda, (laughs) poor Amanda, she's sitting there uh, on the bus and she's like, nothing like this has ever happened to me before. Lee keeps rolling his eyes and just like, mm-hmm. ugh. doesn't he look like he's like? He looks like he's disgusted, like n- just. But I mean, like how he's sitting, he he's just so tall. His legs are like so far. Oh like, yeah, doesn't it? He mm-hmm. just looks like he's cramped on that little seat. He's very good at being realistically irritated. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if he really is I, I or. <laughs> You're he so has right. Look at so masculine. <laughs> we have a pause, and he's just like, ugh, fit yeah, to be tied, right? His hair gets very puffy in this episode because mm-hmm. of all the wind. It just yeah. blows right through. She's like, you know, telling him. I went through customs. I got onto the bus. I opened my small bag to get my hairbrush out. Look what came out. Oh, career girl. Oh, look, these things belong to a Miss um, Trixie Berlinger. I've got to get her clothes back to her. Yeah, uh, you sure you want to return the stuff? Uh, could be a whole new you. 
Lee, I'm serious. I feel terrible about this. Amanda, I know you are sorry. You can just bet Trixie is sorry. I know I'm sorry. So do you think that we might be able to put all this sorrow behind us and get back to work, huh? I'm sorry. I'm... It's just that I've been in the same clothes for 12 hours and... Only 12. London is such a beautiful... What do you mean, only 12? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Okay, so in the script, it's kind of cute. She says, oh, Lee, thank goodness, something terrible has happened. And they're still at the airport at this point. Right. And he's, he, Lee just stares at her, and she says, and he goes, I know. And then he recovers, and he says, I mean, what? <laughs> so, like, he just... He's just, like, so used to something horrible happening with her. It doesn't even seem to face him anymore. So then in the script, um, Amanda cuts him off, and she goes over to the counter to speak with the TWA official. And Lee's like, hey, wait. And so Amanda's, like, all sweet. And she's like, no, I know this isn't your fault. These things happen, but I opened a small suitcase on the bus to get a scarf and look. She pops open the case she's holding and extracts a sequined fishnet blouse adorned with red tassels. <laughs> it is not only very revealing and gaudy, it is huge. <laughs> and Lee says, whoa, guess she goes, goes in for the casual look. And Amanda shoots him a look. And then she says to the ticket agent, an ID tag inside the suitcase says these things belong to a Miss Trixie Berlinger. <laughs> and the lady's like, okay, one moment, I'll check the name. And then... Lee's like, sure, you want to return this stuff? Could be a whole new you. So then it gets kind of, <laughs> yeah. you get a little bit more of that. But it's a whole big thing between her and the TWA lady. Right. Back and forth. Well, I wonder if they got, like, special bonuses from TWA for having them on the show. And so they probably made it, wanted to make them look good. <laughs> Handling the luggage. Yep. I think they flew over uh, on TB TWA, so maybe they gave them, you know, discounts or maybe they, um, you know, gave them free trips over there or something like that for the crew. I don't know. And then that's why they named them. I would think so. Maybe. Isn't that how it works? Yeah, but I don't know <laughs> back then if it would have worked that way. You know what I mean? They didn't really yeah. do placements like that really too much. Well, I noticed they also do Herods in this one and yeah. kind of are building yeah. Herods up. So it kind of mm -hmm. feels like... I don't know. Maybe he got a suit from there. Product placement. <laughs> Maybe. Exactly. Maybe. Go to Harrods. Get cheese. Get all this cool stuff. <laughs> Maybe. Spoiler Maybe. alert. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, you ruined it, Jen. Now everybody's going to know he gets cheese later. <laughs> Although he doesn't. Sorry. Yeah, that's true. She, she forgets it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Lee then is like, you know, can we put all this behind us and, and get back to work? And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she's like, it's just <laughs> that I've been in the same clothes for 12 hours. And he's like, oh, only 12. And she, and she London is beautiful. What do you mean tw only 12? <laughs> like, nothing, nothing. And then he, he just can't believe that she's the one who knows um, Connie Barnhill. And she's like, yeah, we went to high school together. Like, yeah, of course. He's like, it's not going to be some class reunion. She's, she's like, I have nothing to wear. <laughs> He's like, okay. is it like really a big deal though? Twelve hours is. I, I, would I know leave. I'm like wearing this. Not that like long. I know. Hours. I think I've been running yeah. for about twelve hours right now too. Yeah. yeah. But then again, like <laughs> traveling is traveling different. is different. You yeah, just yeah it gross. is. Like, and you can sit in the plane in for the nine can, hours. Right. You know. Yeah. yeah. You feel scummy. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. His so hair, I know it gets all messed up. 
It does. Like look. other people sweat on you. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's just like you're touched. I mean, you're like surrounded by breath people and in like close that proximity. Recycled air. Yeah. Yeah, that's gross. Now I need to shower. So he's actually, <laughs> he's actually very nice here. He. He's like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll contact TWA mm-hmm. and get your bags and figure that out. And he goes, and in the meantime, we'll go shopping and, uh, you know, and uh, get you, you know, he's like, then I'll take, then I will take you shopping. She's like, oh, no, <laughs> you don't have to do that. He goes, no, I insist. I can't believe I'm insisting, but I am. <laughs> She's like, now, just remember, that could have happened to anyone. And, and he looks at her and gives her that look, he you know. His head. Yeah, he's just so disgusted. Then they're just walking down. They've obviously gone shopping already. And he's carrying uh, most of her stuff for her. He does look really nice in that suit. My goodness. That is a very nicely tailored suit. <laughs> you don't like it? It's 280s. I hate those buttons, that placement of it. I hate the double buttons. You don't like the double breasted? No. Huh. On somebody thin like that, it looks really good. On somebody fat, it looks awful. <laughs> what? It's true. Am I right, oh, ladies? Gosh. I like the top part. I guess I I'm like not, that gray. I guess I'm not right. No one's Yeah, cricket. No, I agree. We I just insert a cricket clown. I know. I was like, wow. So they they go and sit down on a bench, and he's kind of filling her in and pretty much the audience in on what they have so far. And she's like, I just don't believe that that's the same, that this is one and the same person. Right. Because the person she knew in high school was mild-mannered nerd, it sounds like. And he's like, no, he's very, he's ruthless. He's very smart, very elusive, a master of disguise, which I don't think that was a master of disguise, <laughs> that fisherman. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like what is this mongoose then he goes oh just killed three men and helped himself to five million dollars worth of stolen diamonds you have to be smart alec mm-hmm. uh, he intends to start a syndicate of international hitmen headed by himself the diamonds are to finance this operation she's like lee i would never tell you how to do your job and he's like oh <laughs> she's like okay but <laughs> this time i really think i'm right <laughs> That's so funny. She's like, he was never, he might not have been blessed with the social graces. And she goes, and he may have had that little dandruff problem. She really knew this guy, (laughs) but he was never a violent person. Okay. But in high school, people are different. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like, like the Conrad is never going to be the mongoose, you know, it's just, but the Connie she knew could never be the mongoose. Yeah, that's so. true. I mean, you change your personality, but can yeah. you can you change it that much? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so anyway, she's giving his best virtues to to Lee, and he's like, "Well, that's the kid you remember. Let me tell you about the man that became the mongoose." Now, to date, forty-two murders throughout the world have been attributed to him. So that's the reason the agency brought me over here to identify him because you don't have a picture. He's like, yeah, that's about it. We found a copy of your high school yearbook. Instead of a photo, there was a notice that he was absent. No, he wasn't absent that day. No, no. <laughs> he locked himself in the chemistry lab by mistake. Sounds like a true mastermind to me. <laughs> he doesn't even have a photo on file with his passport. He somehow replaced that with one of his calling cards. And that's when he hands her a business card. card. Yeah. And then he's like, this is, that's his style. He's arrogant. And then he pulls out the chip and hands it to her. And she's looking at it and she goes, so you think you'll find the mongoose at this casino? And he's like, it's called the Terrace Club. That was found on the body of one of our agents. <laughs> she hears that and she's like, ew, like, why'd you hand this to me? <laughs> like it was all blood and guts or something all over it. <laughs> 
He, he's a high roller and he likes its excitement. She goes, no, no, I just have to tell you that is not my Connie Barnhill. <laughs> Can't be the same person. And then we get to see London at night. It looks really cool. I do want to point out something. So in the script, when they were just, that scene that we were just talking about, uh, she was talking about this dandruff problem and everything. Yeah. And then Lee says, that's terrific, Amanda. So we have a high school loser who gets back at everyone by becoming an international assassin. <laughs> Ouch. She goes, you're talking about someone who watched me dissect a frog in biology class and spent the rest of the day throwing up in the nurse's office. <laughs> so I think you're right, you guys, that you can't change, a person can't change that much in order to become this yeah. assassin. Unless maybe he had a frontal lobotomy or something. Yes, right. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so then we're at the casino, and what do you guys think of the white dress? I would I mean, like, do it. I like it. Or not? I like yeah. it. You like it? Jen likes it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's actually pretty flattering on her. Yeah, I like the draping, and she always looks good in those, you know, stark mm-hmm. colors like that. And the back is the beautiful. back is very pretty. Yeah. And look at the earrings. Yep, for sure. The only pair of nice earrings that she seems to own. <laughs> she is a single mother from Arlington with two small boys, a mother, always... and a mortgage. Okay. And <laughs> these are her it earrings. It wasn't in her suitcase. So, <laughs> oh, that's she must have bought a new. She must have bought a new pair at Harrods. Yeah. <laughs> that make that look exactly like the other one she wore right. at every time she dresses up. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. I shouldn't really shut up because I wear the same diamond earrings every single yep. day. Yep, and when you don't have a man, I'm like, where yeah. are your earrings? She does. She freaks out. She's yeah. like, like she, she doesn't want to get me upstairs. Yeah, She's like, Mom. Taya, where are your earrings? <laughs> Everybody likes it but you. You don't like it? You were saying? It's okay. It's okay, yeah. I think you know why we like it, you guys. I think I think Lexi can't get past the 80s look, and we're like, oh, that was so 80s, but it was very trendy then. Yeah. Like, we well, can- I don't know. Some of the other stuff that she has, I just think it's so, she's, I don't know. Maybe if the back was lower or something. It just seems like so much fabric on such a slender, tiny person. It just seems like Yeah, I, I can see what you're saying there. I, I like draping. Just maybe it has, like, too much. And, like, yeah. the shoulder pads and all the fabric. I think it's pretty. I think she's lovely. But Yeah. No, I see what you're yeah. saying, though. So the creeper next to her. That's cute. <laughs> The creeper next to her is uh, helping her learn blackjack. And apparently she doesn't need too much help learning because she is uh, winning quite a little bundle. Wiping up the table. She is totally. And and he's like, he's really getting irritated with her. Like, what the heck? You told her to play and act natural. What Mm -hmm. can she do? Like, oh, please make me lose. Like, let me make stupid mistakes. Mm -hmm. And she's so funny. She's super giddy. She's like, (laughs) I know. I like she won. Yeah, because his stupid male ego gets in the way of yeah. everything. And 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 then she offers to give him some, and he's like, no, no. She's like, here, just take some of my chips. I've got too many anyway. Go ahead. He's like, just keep playing. Shh, shh. Please. She's like, please like, don't knock them over. Oh, I like the way he looks at her right here. Oh, yeah. That's yummy. That is. <laughs> looks like he wants to eat her. I know. It looks like he's looking at her lips. Yeah, it does. He goes, I'm going to call Billy and tell him the trail's gone cold. Well, yeah, because that's not going to signal anybody to come after yeah. Amanda. It, it was so funny when we were looking at the script. I'm like, okay, I think I know this show a little too much. Cause <laughs> we're, we're like going through it and I'm like, oh, that's funny. The man that's helping her learn to play, he's like, look, Amanda, you've got two eights. Remember what I told you? And I'm like, he didn't say eights. He said fives in the episode. <laughs> I was like, okay, I think I watched this too many times to know that. <laughs> 
I, I don't know why they changed it from eights to fives. It's mm-hmm. just so weird. Eights is uh, eights is eights aces and eights maybe because of the dead man's hand. I don't know. Yeah, but they changed it from eights to fives. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. It's just weird. It was one of those weird. I list. I watched the show too much. Kind of moments. <laughs> Lee heads off to go call Billy, and then all of a sudden. That gentleman, Creeper, decides he needs to head out because, you know, he's a few pounds uh, ahead and he, you know, that's, he always leaves then. And she's, you know, like, oh, you don't have to leave so soon, blah, blah, blah. But he heads out and he's really gross. I have to say, he kind of creeps me out. <laughs> he's just, that it's the hair. hair. The hair it's is the like hair. plastered <laughs> to his head and yeah. it's like split down the middle yeah. and it's, and just it's so it's awful. Like greased down. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's the hair. Yeah, and she seems to just be eating it all up. Look how much money she has in front of her, you guys. That is a ton of money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Regardless how much the chips are worth, it's a lot of money. Yep. I hope when she goes to um, look for Lee, she cashed in. I know, right? She could buy a whole new wardrobe. Yes. So as soon as he leaves, then a man comes up and puts his hand on her shoulder and says, Amanda, don't turn around. And immediately she goes, Conrad? And then we cut to a break. And then we come back. Conrad, is that really you? Some people know me by another name. Let's move over to the slide machine. Right. Without turning around. Sorry. Should I play? Yes. Thank you. How did you know it was me? Oh, you have a distinctive voice. You always have. We have to talk, Amanda. Conrad. Sorry, sorry. Are you doing something that's really wrong? talk tomorrow morning meet me at trafalgar square at 10 o'clock but lose your boyfriend with the perfect hair first he's not my boyfriend conrad you know it's it's really awfully difficult for me to believe that you're some kind of an international criminal i mean i remember what a nice person you were and smart too and i remember the time you won the science fair with your solar-powered ant farm you were always just a little bit ahead of your time Honey. And then she looks, <laughs> hesitates and looks over to the table and they're all looking at her like, what a wacko. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So in the script, there's very few errors, mm-hmm. you know, when they do that. In the script, in one section of dialogue for Conrad in that moment right back there, it says, we can talk tomorrow. Meet me in Trafalgar Square at noon, but lose your boyfriend with the perfect hair first. Be there. 10 o'clock. Okay, wait, you just said noon, and now you're saying 10 o'clock. Like, mm-hmm. what sh- which is it, dude? It's kind of funny, too, though, because in, in this, they say 10 o'clock, right? But yeah. he doesn't show up. Until, like, they don't connect It's still until noon. noon. Yeah. Right. It is kind of funny, yeah. but, it, like, he, they actually have the typo in there, right. which they rarely do, you mm-hmm. know, because this is a final draft. Yeah. You would think it would have been caught by then. Mm-hmm. But not so much, I guess. We've noticed a lot of bad things in final drafts. So yeah, you know. you're right. Oh, you remember that script? What script was that for? Uh, see, I thought it was filming Raul, and this would be the same writer for it, wouldn't it? Was it filming Raul? Well, it was that weird, was just, just wild. Maybe, or was it Fearless Dottie? I don't remember. What do you guys? Do you guys remember? I don't remember which one it was, but it was completely yeah, it was totally wacky. wacky. Yeah, it's funny in the script when she's sitting there talking to herself, and she's like. Conrad and then right before that she she's like I can still remember the time you won first prize at the science fair for inventing a solar powered ant farm you were so far ahead of your time and then she waits Conrad and then she shakes her head and says still a little strange too 
What exactly is a solar-powered ant farm? I don't, I don't understand know. what that is. They live by themselves. I was going to say, what needs to be solar-powered? I, I, yeah, I don't understand that, I guess. But. That's probably why they took it out. But it is weird. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut to away from the casino, and we're in kind of like a... An alcove. Yeah, like an alcove where they have like a payphone. Yep. You know, or at least not a payphone, but like a, a service phone, maybe. Yeah. And... Lee's talking on the phone, looking quite dapper in his He does. He looks really good in this one. He really does. Yummy. And he's filling in Billy, and he's like, Amanda's fine. She's playing blackjack. She's actually winning. Yeah. Winning, too. That's what he said. (laughs) Winning, too. And then he's like, I'll call you if anything breaks, okay? Like his neck. (laughs) How to? Because now somebody walks in with gloves on and a silk scarf and wraps around his neck and... He doesn't hear him come in. He's quite the spy. <laughs> and he's getting choked, and he's trying to get, get out of there. And But the room's so small, and he can barely breathe. And then who comes but his princess in shining armor, I guess, would you yeah. say? Yeah. Lady in white. His Lady in, in shining white. fabric. Yeah. Oh, there you go. In but, shining yeah. fabric. Nice, Jen. But there's a lot of, like, white and black in this episode. Yeah. yeah. White and black. Yep, you're right. Even the strangling cloth was white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It was white. And then that room, the gambling room, was all white and black. Everybody was wearing oh, yeah, white and black. Oh, yeah, and everything. Yeah. So she she sees through the glass door there, she sees Lee getting attacked, and she comes running, and the, the other person runs off, and she's she's like, are you okay? He goes, I will be off once you get off my arm. No, thank you. Like, seriously? She, she has just a thankless job. He just, she just saved your life and you're yeah. being a jerk to her, yep. you know? In, in the script, it's really funny. She goes, oh, thank heavens you're okay. He goes, I will when you get off my arm. And she says, oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to try CPR. He goes, <laughs> lucky for me, I came too. Our man was here. Dude, it would be the worst thing to get CPR from her. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, really, what a jerk. He is. <laughs> Sure. Just throwing in a little bit of comedy there. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> they seem to always do that. He always makes some snarky comment. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to say, sir, you don't mind her kissing on you later. Yeah. <laughs> just you wait a season, yeah, dude. Yeah, you just wait. Yep. You'll be begging for that CPR. <laughs> <laughs> so then she helps him up and then gets him back to his his room, I guess. Like you said, a thankless job. Yep. For sure. He goes, I, our man was here. She goes, I know. I talked to Conrad. He goes, well, he just tried to show me his necktie trick. When did he leave you? I don't know. He was behind me, but he told me to meet him at Trafalgar Square at 10 o'clock and to be alone. That's not what he said, Amanda. He said to lose a boyfriend with the perfect hair. Why don't you tell him that? <laughs> He's like, yeah, he had a pressing engagement with my throat. And she just keeps saying, you know, she's like, that's not... Conrad that's he's not capable of that he goes it may not sound like your Conrad but it definitely sounds like my mongoose that's very true that statement is very accurate that church is beautiful beautiful so then a jaguar pulls up and Mr. Barnhill does he have the double breasted too yeah you don't like that one he doesn't look as good in it no he doesn't he gets worse and worse looking he looks, he looks good. I mean, he looks better here than he did, does later. Yeah, you when know? he's not all sweaty. Yeah, when he's all sweaty. He gives uh, Mr. Keen from um, Fearless <laughs> Dottie a run for his money yeah. man, with a sweat ball yep. going on. That was gross. <laughs> Remember how sweaty that guy was? Yes. Ugh. Conrad is meeting up with 
uh, the gen- a gentleman that we'll learn is Albie. And Albie is somebody who's going to be helping sell the diamonds. And uh, he's just Conrad's kind of just checking in with him to make sure that everything is set for the next day where they're going to be doing uh, five different um, stops yep. uh, to get the $5 million. So they're selling a million dollars worth of diamonds at each stop. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about, you know, we agreed on the price and they know the location. So they're all set on that. So now we're at Trafalgar Square the next day and it's really fun because we get to see Lee dressed up in a full-on beard and uh, the sunglasses are really cool. They Those are. aviators are yep. really sexy. And then a cute hat. Yeah. And then uh, he's playing guitar, but he's actually playing it right-handed. Oh, yeah, you noticed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's playing it right-handed, and he's a lefty, so they probably just couldn't find a left-handed guitar. They're not easy to find. Hmm. Paul McCartney probably bought them all in England. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, ladies, but it looks like Bruce is really playing, like, I. it looks like he's playing a couple chords there, like, for real. He may... I think so. It's just something basic, maybe. Yeah, it seems like it. Which is pretty good for somebody who's left-handed to be able to play it like that. His hands look really good. Yeah. It's weird, though. He might play it that way. Some people... Yeah, um, you're right. My, my son switches. He's left-handed, but oh, is he? He, like, he does some things right-handed because the left hand may want to do the um, chords instead of the strings. You yeah. Know? yeah. So it depends on how your brain kind of works. It's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's a possibility. That's a question for Bruce. Yeah, we'll have to ask him <laughs> if he was really playing that. I wonder if he'll remember. It's so funny. She's like, I've never been to Trafalgar Square. She's like, I, I would have hoped to have you know, been able to walk around a little bit. He goes, walk around and he may kill you. She goes, well, there's a lot to see from here too. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to say it that, put it that way. <laughs> and uh, so now it's almost noon and he's mm-hmm. still not there. So they're just going to call it again. Cause, <laughs> I know, wouldn't have waited that long. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, what do you guys think of the beard? Love it. You love Couldn't it? Couldn't love it more. Mm. I like it, but I'm totally creeped out by fake hair. So yeah, fake. it looks pretty good. I mean, it doesn't look super fake. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it looked fake at all. Yeah, it but looks then he pretty good. The mustache yeah. away, Just so. for the fact that he has fake, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, just the for idea him, of it. more than us. It doesn't look fake, but. Okay. I don't like facial hair, so. hair on mm. there? Ugh. Yeah, that would be. I do like Amanda in blue, though. I like her blue. Well, um, she does look delicious in blue, yeah. according to Warren Davenport. She doesn't wear blue very much. It looks good on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Especially in the later seasons, she doesn't. He does look good in that he outfit, though. So <laughs> he really does. <laughs> this We're... is my favorite Bruce look. Yeah? Yeah. With a beard? Mm-hmm. Those sunglasses are pretty. I know. It's the sunglasses, Those too. are pretty it's tight. the whole thing. Those are, Yeah. <sighs> Is he too clean for you normally? Yes. He has like oh, buff up a little clean. bit. Yes. Oh, no, I like him clean cut like that. <laughs> but I like the sunglasses and the hat, actually. And the jacket. I, he just looks good. He, he looks does look so good. good. Yeah. He does look good. And yeah. I don't like facial hair. So for me to say he looks good there, he looks real good. <laughs> I think I like it because it defines his jaw really well. Yeah, but he's got such a defined jaw anyway. Not really towards the back. Up front, sure, but like not here. No. Well, no. remember, he has no earlobes. True. That's true. Yeah. We were talking about that earlier Mm -hmm. when he was so close to uh, Conrad. Yeah. We're like, dude, are you going to kiss? Now kiss. Now kiss. (laughs) (laughs) We are giggling today. So Keaton comes over because that doesn't look suspicious. Right. 
He looks like he looks like the inspector from the <laughs> Pink Panther, doesn't he? Yes, Inspector Clouseau. Yeah. <laughs> he really does. And so they're calling it off. And so he, he like grabs in his in his pocket and grabs this big old walkie talkie. <laughs> yeah. um, Isn't that what it's called? A CB. It's like a CB radio like oh, okay. thing. Mm-hmm. And he grabs it and this big cord yeah. comes out and he's like, okay, <laughs> we're, we're all done. And then everybody like yeah. all at once takes off. It's From the so, entire square. The whole yep. square. Everyone is wearing a trench coat. <laughs> it's so true. Look at them all. They're like, oh, oh we're out of here. <laughs> it's like somebody said, there's a bomb. Get yeah. out. <laughs> it's so funny. Poor Amanda. Poor Amanda's got her, her new shoes. He's got a little pooch in his belly there. Did you see that? Did he? No, yeah, I didn't. A little bit. I don't mind a little dad bod. That's fine. <laughs> a little dad bod. <laughs> oh, my God. So um, she's, like, kind of hopping around on her feet. He's like, what, your feet hurt? She's like, yeah, uh, I shouldn't have worn the new shoes. Not that she had much choice, probably. Mm-hmm. She had one pair of shoes with her. Yeah. And he's like, well, it's, it's an hour and a half. He's an hour and a half late. We're just going to call it. Which you'd think she would have noticed all the people swarming out of right. there anyway. So I don't think he had really had to tell her. But he's, she's like, do you, do you think he still has that pocket watch? And he goes, well, that's really the uppermost thing on my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, well, his grandfather gave it to him. And it was always behind. And he was always late for everything. He goes, I have known this man to plan a kill when he had less than 10 seconds for the hit. No, he's playing with us again. She's like, oh, well. He's like, all right, I'm going to give Billy a call. Last time he gave Billy a call, what happened? I mean, bad things happened. Exactly. Chaos ensued. (laughs) Bad things. Bad, 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 bad. (laughs) Bad things. (laughs) (laughs) So she's like, all right, well, if you don't need me, then do you mind if I go shopping? And he goes, no, of course not with your money. (laughs) And he goes, Hey, while you're out, can you get me some Doulon Do Camembert cheese? And he goes, it's at Harrods. She goes, no, not at all. With your money. <laughs> Look at her. <laughs> that was so cute. cute. <laughs> so he pulls out his his uh, cash out of his pocket and hands her a bill. And she goes, she goes, one more. She goes, better give me another. <laughs> and he slaps the third one down. And she just gives him a cute yeah. little smile. <laughs> She's like, see you later, Bob. And he goes, Bob. <laughs> it, isn't it a Bob Marley reference? Probably. Uh, okay. Probably. That's... But he does kind of look like a bob. <laughs> yep, does. So funny. And then she's walking around, and I said the, her poor feet, like she really is walking in those heels. Yep. She always wears those peak toes mm-hmm. when she wears heels. That building is gorgeous, that Harrods yeah. building. What's she going to do with that bread exactly? Like, where is she going to eat that? Okay. That's what I was thinking. I get the baguette from Panera. I know, you just but gotta like, rip it away when and you're... just stuff it in your mouth, and it's fine. <laughs> I still traveling... think it was some sort of advertising because Harrods has a bunch of food. Yeah. They have cheese. They have you're bread. Totally they right. have clothes. Or, did, or was it that they were just trying to add some authenticity to Maybe. being in England? Maybe. I don't know. But you're, yeah. you're probably right. They probably did get something. I don't know what they would have given them. Mm-hmm. Except maybe money. Yeah. Because I was thinking, does Harrods have bread and cheese? But I guess they do. No, they, they have, have everything. Huge departments. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, holy cow. They have <laughs> a lot of things. I mean, they don't have like, it's not a grocery store. Yeah. But they have, like you the know, gourmet they stuff. have gourmet type stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so Well, I remember though. when I was in Finland, that's how their department stores are. They have just everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have it on smaller scales, but. Yeah. Well, you know, you have the Targets now, the. Um, I was going to say, supermarket uh, yeah. have all yeah, that stuff but now. 
they take it to a whole nother level because everything's gourmet and yeah it's just mm. it's like high class clothes and food mm-hmm. and everything yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly so she's walking i guess back to the hotel i i would have i would assume yeah with her bread mm-hmm. she's gonna munch on some bread she's gonna munch on some bread <laughs> and some of that stinky old cheese and it's so funny she like picks up the cheese and mm-hmm. smells it and she's like ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she always comments about his cheese being smelly <laughs> he's got some smelly cheese yeah. in um in episode five of a, yes, the first season with alexi, uh, with alexi. Mm-hmm. yep he goes that stuff stinks and she's like yeah conrad <laughs> and now he turns sweet to her yep he's facing her and he's really sweet to her of course he's gonna be a jerk in a second but she's like where were you i was waiting for you he's like remember this she's like sure he pulls out his pocket watch she's like same old conrad he's like not quite I always turn up late now. It keeps opposition on guard. He's like, it's not the watch. I had that fixed. Opposition? She goes, oh, but Connie, I'm not the opposition. Remember, I'm Amanda. I'm your friend. He's like, sure. Let's have a drink. And then he starts manhandling her. your friend. <laughs> okay, let's count how many times Amanda gets manhandled in this yes, episode. by all the men that she interacts with. Because exactly. Because Lee does it too. Yeah. Conrad and gets welcome her. to the 80s. I know. What the hell? <laughs> Conrad gets her, like, yanks on her arm yep. and then several times. Yep. Lee does it, and then the mongoose does it. And here's the thing with Conrad. He didn't even offer to carry her groceries after he <gasps> manhandled her. Right. Rude. What a jerk. Hashtag rude. He's being the mongoose. So, I, I mean, what are the odds that Bob is going to just show up at mm-hmm. the one place that she's at? I thought he followed her. No. Uh, no, he, he didn't know. He, he was on the phone with Billy, remember? And he just happens to walk by and see him. So then he comes in and kind of sat. He was up looking the in the window, though, yeah. like mm-hmm. he knew she was there. I yeah. know, but how? Maybe they had somebody watching her the whole time. Maybe. That would be smart. I mean, hello. I was thinking that he specifically gave her like a story of what he would be doing, but was really kind of keeping an eye on her. So that she didn't uh, know that she was being watched and like she was just going about her natural whatever. Maybe, maybe. And unassuming, you know, Amanda. And then he was just there, you know, kind of monitoring her. But maybe not. I don't know. I like maybe that. Maybe it was just the route back to the hotel and they were yeah, <laughs> in the same way. So he's just kind of, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think he's just kind of randomly looking for her and finds her. Mm-hmm. But I guess uh, either one is yeah. plausible, really. Yep. They're in the bar and Conrad's like, so how did you become an agent? And she's like, what do you mean an agent? He's like, come on. I know you came over here to ID me. She's like, ID you? The mongoose knows everything. She goes, oh, Connie, even hearing you say it, I can't believe it. I know about the mongoose. He's supposed to be quick and elusive, and you flunked Jim two years in a row. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, Jim isn't important. You should talk. You were a cheerleader. You loved watching the football team bump into each other. (laughs) But now you're some sort of hotshot agent. She goes, well, I'm not really a hotshot agent. And he, he kind of catches her and she kind of mm-hmm. smiles. And she's like, I'm more like a candy striper agent. And I don't think I'll be going <laughs> much higher. Now Lee comes in. He's kind of pretending to be uh, not really just totally disinterested in everything. And yep. then he's kind of watching. Just hanging out. Yeah. He does he does look good without his beard. But I can, can see, see the, appeal. the appeal of the beard as well. Yeah. It's so funny. So he asks if she's married. She's like, no divorce. But I do have two little boys, Connie. Philip, 10, and Jamie, 8. Now... When back in the first season, she says here that they're 10 and 8. But in Always Look a Gift Horse, she told Penny that Jamie was 8. But then in Saved by the Bells, right after that, he had a birthday. So he mm-hmm. would be 9. Yep. 
And then in The Long Christmas Eve, Amanda says that Philip's 10 and Jamie's 8, but then Jamie should be 9 at that point. And then in Fearless Dottie, Philip has a birthday, so that would make him 11. Mm -hmm. So they're really 11 and 9 at this point. Now, my only thing with the her telling Penny that he was 8 is sometimes, and because I do this with my brothers and my aunt does it too, if it's close to their birthday, we'll just say what their birthday is going to be. Like, yeah. like my brother, who's 16 in like two months, I'll say he's like 17 just to cut it out. You know, so that could be possible, yeah, but Philip would still be 11 at that yeah. point. So I get yeah. what you're saying. So they're just, it's like, yeah. it's like the Simpsons. The mm-hmm. kids are always like perpetually young, yeah, right. <laughs> the same age. Mm-hmm. And they're always like four feet high. Right. <laughs> she always yes. says, like has them like be three feet, six mm-hmm. inches, you know, according to yeah. how she puts her hand. It's so mm-hmm. funny. He's like, that's nice. She's like, yeah. She's like, oh, Connie, if you're the mongoose, you've done some really terrible things. He's sorry, Amanda. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, it wasn't easy, Amanda. You'd be surprised what a man is capable of once he realizes his full potential. And she's like, she sees Lee, and then she's like mouthing and pointing at him like, yeah. he's the mongoose. Yeah, because he's not going to catch him. This is him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put a billboard sign there. You have kids? She's like, right. Mm-hmm. He's like, right. So you're not just Amanda, the cute girl in the back of the chemistry class anymore, are you? Your life is different. You choose to be a mother. And he finally realizes she's talking to somebody. He goes, and I, and she's like, oh, crap. <laughs> How about a game of darts? Darts? Grabbing her again. Yep. They need to Grab stop. number two. Goodness. So then Lee chases after him because now they're sh- he's rushing her out of the building. His, those jeans are kind of cute. They're like 70s looking. but They are cute. 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That building's gorgeous that yep. they're in. She gets thrown into a cab and they're racing off. So then he grabs a empty cab where a cabbie's sitting there and he says, Hey, hey, you bloody fool, stop. He's got a great accent too, by the way. And then the, that big boxy cab, he's going the, totally the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get on the other side, dude. So Amanda's like looking back like, uh-oh, he's following us. <laughs> now we're into a big race. Connie's giving the guy 20 pounds to uh, lose Lee. And they're really in some tight areas there. I'm surprised they let him drive like that mm-hmm. down there. It's so tight. Good. He just avoided a jaguar. <laughs> he is focused, man. He is a man on a mission. Yep. He gets up there really close. And then the cabbie loses him. And then Lee drives off. But then he finally cuts back. And then I don't know where they're at when they stop finally. But it's really pretty there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like another, like a square, you know? And then they come slamming into each other. And he actually bangs into it. I don't know if they meant to do that or not. Mm-hmm. There's no dent, so... Yeah, there's not. So they just kind of tapped. Like a glitch. And then he pulls her out of the cab again, so that's yep. grab number three. Yep. If you're, for you for you <laughs> counting at home. Yeah. <laughs> so then he's like, hold it. And he goes, drop it or I drop her. And she's like, he is the mongoose. I think he figured that out, Amanda. Right. <laughs> and then he's got a gun up to her, like, chest, I guess, area? Yeah. And it's like a stalemate. They're just sitting there. He's like, not mm-hmm. a fun situation, is it? You may get me, but I most assuredly will get her. He goes, what put you on to me? He goes, I've known who you were since you stepped foot in the casino. I didn't know how you were using Amanda. It's funny. You never could trust a cheerleader. Conrad, why are you doing this? <laughs> you wouldn't listen. He goes, you wouldn't listen to me. He goes, you never listen to me either. Like, really? Is this a time to be right. making fun of her now? Yeah. Like, seriously. <laughs> She's like, how could I believe he was a mongoose? He goes, does this help and he holds up the gun which obviously shows that the gun has no bullets in it yep. it's like completely empty so lee picks up on that she's His like conrad face. put the gun away you never were good with things that are are mechanical 
Well, I got better over the years. And then eagle eyes seize. Yep. No, yeah, really didn't. <laughs> yeah, really, you really didn't. Saunter forward. I know. <laughs> Smoldering eyes. And how's he going to shoot her with the gun pointed up in the air? Make any sense either. <laughs> I know, exactly. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's doing. Okay, so this is really funny in the in the script. First off, when he says, funny, you can never trust a cheerleader. She goes, that's not fair in the script. But then she says, you know, this is just like that stunt you pulled to try and get a part in the senior play. He goes, I would have been good in that part. And then Lee has been uh, watching and listening carefully. He's reached a decision. Lee steps forward toward Conrad. Back off, Conrad says. I'm going to put a bullet right between your funny glasses. So he must have been wearing glasses, you know, in the script. And raises his gun. And Conrad says, you'll hit Amanda. And Lee, dead straight, says, that's too bad. Amanda is stunned. Lee cocks the, cocks the hammer back. Amanda's mouth drops open. Conrad, suddenly, wait, don't hurt her. Holds the gun in the air. Here, it's not loaded, see? Sure enough, Conrad squeezes the trigger and the gun only clicks. <sighs> Lee quickly grabs him and roughly slams handcuffs on him. Conrad, I'm not the mongoose. I lied. I'm not him. To Amanda says to Lee, you were going to shoot me. And Lee says, no guns went off, did they? And then he, Conrad says, I'm so sorry, Amanda. Don't hate me, please. She goes, I don't hate you, Conrad. To Lee, she says, you knew he was bluffing, didn't you? Lee just smiles. She continues, you did, didn't you? Taking Conrad. Mr. Barnhill has a few questions to answer. Amanda says, I think I deserve an answer to my question. Lee just smiles again. Amanda continues, a smile is not a very comforting answer. (laughs) (laughs) That is so cute. That would be really cute, actually. I'm trying to think what... There's a television series where they did almost that exact thing. And I'm trying to remember which one of the many shows like this that I watched that it was. Like, I feel like it was Chuck. It was... I feel like it was Chuck. Wow. I wonder if they had... Maybe we should look... research a little more maybe they had similar um writers you know like the same writers or something well they well in chuck they did a lot of like nods to different shows so i think they were just there people like us that got obsessive about shows and then just added it into the script like but i i feel like it was in chuck and now it's gonna bother me until i remember in here he he keeps pushing and and Conrad keeps walking backwards with Amanda and she's like, Lee, he's going to (laughs) shoot. And he grabs it out of there and she gets away and goes, not with this. You're not. It wasn't loaded. I wasn't going to hurt her. I lied. I'm not the mongoose. And then he starts sweating profusely. That's sweet. He's like, don't hate me. Suddenly he is Connie. Yep. (laughs) He's the, he's exactly who she said he was. And then Lee's like, I think Mr. Barnhill has a few questions to answer. Don't you? He's like, I'm sorry, man. And then he, he, it's like he grabs him by the neck and he's like, like, don't talk to Amanda. Yep. <laughs> so then Keaton and Lee are back at Scotland Yard and they're, I don't know, what are they doing? Like an old fashioned, like, yeah, <laughs> like, like an interrogation yeah. that is always portrayed, but never actually happens where they shine the light. Like, yeah. where were you at this time? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> exactly. He, they're like July of 76. He's like, I was working as a shoe salesman in Maryland. <laughs> He's like, last year's four men hit in Sicily. He's like, I've never been to Sicily. Please, I've told you and told you I'm not the mongoose. If I was a mongoose, I would have killed Amanda. I didn't. So you're not the mongoose. But if you don't want to spend 20 years behind bars, tell us what you do know. He's like, okay, I'll talk. But I want Amanda to be here. 
Of course she Lee closes his eyes and he's like, oh, God, I can't get rid of her. Look at that view. Mm. Yep, stunning. Ugh. So Lee is now explaining to her, good cop, bad cop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, so wait, so uh, whose side is the good cop on? He goes, the good guys. And she goes, and the bad cop, the good guy. Then who's really bad? The bad guy. Uh, the suspect. <laughs> Got it? She goes, sure, but it's too complicated. She goes, I think maybe I should just talk to Conrad. He always used to confide in me. Mm-hmm. This is so funny. He even told me he wears his undershorts inside out so the seams don't scratch him. <laughs> Wilson's underwear is not on the schedule today. Could we try to stick to the proven technique? Right. Good guy, bad guy. She's like, uh, Lee, so sweet and earnest. It makes me feel just awful when I have to school the boys, so I think I should probably be the good guy. And if you don't mind, you should play. You should be the bad guy. He's like, good idea. Let's go. He's I do <laughs> really like Lee's suit here. Okay, you like that one. Love it. It's not the double-breasted. What is that why? I, maybe it's better because it's not buttoned. Oh, okay, maybe. I think it's when it's buttoned that I. You just, just don't can't. like that double-breasted. Yeah. 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 People don't wear them like that anymore, do they? God, I hope not. <laughs> they don't. No, I didn't think so. No. So. Lee's back at at scrambling, you know, trying to get this guy to um, finally talk. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the curtains are all shut and everything. And the light's, you know, beaming in his eyes. And then he's like, Amanda, are you still there? She's like, yes, Connie, I'm still here. She comes over and opens the blinds and gets it all, like, nice and bright in there. And she's like, is that better? He's like, yes, thank you. And Lee's like, maybe I ought to soften up your face. It might make you talk a little easier. He's so angry. He does look at his jaw. She's like, Connie, would you like for me to get you a cup of coffee or a soft drink or something? He's like, thank you. And Lee goes, or how about a pillow or an in-flight movie? You think some information might drop out of you if I bounce you off the walls a little bit? She's like, Lee, put him down. You're gonna, you might hurt him. You might break him. <laughs> he's, he's all stiff. He's just like totally stiff. Like he's petrified. I think he might have peed himself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then Lee's all sweet and everything. He's like, calm. Could I talk to you for a moment? Certainly. I'll be right back, Connie. <laughs> <laughs> and he manhandles her Number there. Number four. Number four, four today. Four. She goes, what's the matter? That is as good guy as I can be. He goes, Mother Teresa was never that good. <laughs> he goes, it's my fault. Maybe I didn't explain it. She's like, look, you said the good guy acted like a buffer. Okay, so I buffered. He goes, yeah, every two seconds. Now, Amanda, the technique works better if you let the bad guy play his part. Then the good guy takes over. You didn't explain that to her. Mm-hmm. But by the time, he'll be scared to death. That's the whole point. Get him scared enough to talk. I mean, it's an interrogation. Conrad does not respond well to fear. I think we both should be the good guy. He goes, there's no such thing as a good guy, good guy. And she's like, okay, well, let me do it myself. He's like, all right. All right, he's all yours. I will be wait- listening from the next room. I cannot stand a brutal interrogation. Sure. <laughs> and then we noticed the jaguar down below, out- just outside the building. And we see the mongoose looking. Lurking. Lurking. Lurking for murder. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. So now Keaton and Lee are listening in and recording the whole conversation. And I love the scene later where they're like, lean in it's so cute so amanda does what she does best she's doing a a soft classy interrogation that's you know just talking with them and she gets the most information out of it because she's just listening yep perfectly tailored for conrad totally and he's just telling her he's like about eight months he came to europe you know he wanted to start over 
he wanted to lead a you know a different life and and he bumps into this rich industrialist who was obviously the mongoose and got a job as his assistant he and he says he ran errands he got to travel in fancy cars he goes i was important for the first time in my life i was really important then i found out that these little errands involved illegal transactions i told him what i knew and i learned he was the mongoose and then she's like, well, why don't you quit? Go to the police. And, and he's like, he'd kill me. He told me in great detail how he had terminated other helpers. She said, you should have gone to the police. I wanted to, but he seemed to know like every move. So yeah. like he couldn't, he couldn't get away from him. He's like, he's the most frightening man I've ever, I've ever met. She's like, don't be afraid because Mr. Stetson and I will get you out of this mess. <laughs> and then Keaton looks at Lee like, oh, really? He's like, thanks a lot. He's like, I don't know where he lives. I'm sorry you got dragged into this. She's like, don't you worry about me. I'm kind of worried about you. Of course she is. Look how slimy he looks, though. Yeah. Uh, at the casino, I acted really cold and mean to you because the mongoose told me I had to impersonate him. What I really wanted to do was throw my arms around you and give you a hug. Gross. I know. He's like, singing like a jaybird. She's good, you know. He goes, she has her own style. You can't even give her props, uh, not in front of her. She won't hear you. So then he's, uh, this is the cutest part. So he's like, he he's like, I know this isn't the right time, but I really want to tell you something. And so then Keaton and Lee just kind of naturally like lean in to listen. <laughs> and he's like, I know this is not the best time or place, but I really feel I have to say it. She's like, say what, Connie? And he's like, him and and they're all like really, and even she's doing it. Yeah. She like, they all lean in. He's like, I love you, Amanda. I've always loved you. She's like, oh, Connie. I never had the courage to say it before. And I, I know you can't lo love me or anything, but I wanted you to know how I felt. At <laughs> least seems so uncomfortable. So He's like, uh, awkward. Sometimes an interrogation takes some bizarre twists. <laughs> so awkward. Right? You can tell. Oh. He's so like that is that makes him more uncomfortable yeah. than, than anything. <laughs> Amanda handles it so well. I'd have been like, she really does. Uh, no, 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 no. Pass. No. <laughs> would you really say that? I again? would say, thank you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I have to she go is, now. She, she handles it really classy. Yeah, I like, would never. Yeah, she's like, she mm -hmm. doesn't really make him feel bad, but she also doesn't say, oh, I love you too, or yeah. anything that she doesn't or, feel. Or she doesn't even rebuff him at all. Yeah. She just, she's like, oh, that's that's very that's sweet nice. yeah yeah i would lose my shit in a situation i would get out of that room <laughs> so I would, it would be I awkward would swim back to the united states <laughs> and get away from that situation <laughs> i mean i mean the guy doesn't seen her since probably I high know. school it's been a while because she's in her 30s been so a while like 20 years probably no 15 to 20 years yeah 15. it depends on how old she is right now yeah well she was if she was if she's 34 i think supposedly in this moment so, so she was 33 when the show started no oh like she was 34 like okay. for, they always have her like at 34 okay so like 15 years ish mm -hmm. yeah yeah but i have a feeling amanda attracted this type of men that professed their love for her and because she's just a sweet person and mm -hmm. she probably just attracted that type of people yeah. right right just very kind and mothery yeah Literally. he looks like he could use that yeah but for help. him to hold like harbor those feelings yeah. for like 15 years <laughs> like doesn't <laughs> say a whole lot for his uh, mental stability nope. is what i'm thinking <laughs> nope she's like you just be connie barnhill because i really like him 
It bothers me. Does it bother anybody else? She calls him Connie. Yes. As a man, I mean, it just seemed very. It's better than Conrad. <laughs> yeah, it's probably his high school it's nickname. Better than so. Conrad. <laughs> it is better than Conrad. <laughs> Just a, just just a, just an awful name, and Connie's like a cute. Oh, this my friend Connie. Innocent. It, 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 it emasculates him even more yeah. than he already has. Well, does the culture himself. set that boundary too of like you know, yeah. not really not interested. You're, you're in you the are friends. You are in the friend zone. zone. Close. Yeah. And you shall never come out of that zone. Yes. <laughs> Remain in your place, my yep. friend. Remain where you belong. Yep. But, you know, when you see people from the past, like high school reunions and mm-hmm. stuff, they all start calling each other by their old nicknames crazy nicknames yeah. from high school. Yeah, I do yeah. that. Even to oh, well, it's a natural well, thing. Yeah, I was going to say, everybody from high school or younger knows me as Mandy rather mm-hmm. than Miranda. So, yeah. I, yeah, reunions, I'm not Miranda, I'm Mandy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lee comes into the room. Does anybody else think he looks like a gigantic man next to that door frame? Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's like seven feet tall. Yep. <laughs> Are they shorter in England or something? Like, what's the deal with that? Good question. Is it just a camera angle? Maybe like, just I don't know. Poor set design. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the camera. I do want to point out though, when right before this, when she comes, uh, when he's like, "Amanda, are you there?" and she comes and opens the, the curtains up. She opens it a little too much because then all of a sudden you see the the spotlight from the camera, like the you know the lights from the set reflected in that window and then she shuts it to move over so you don't see it cute am i the only wacko that noticed i totally did not notice we went back and forth when we were watching it together like 15 times and i was like is that not just like a glare or it was a big light it was a big spot i would have never you know like the camera lights that they use like Mm -hmm. the one we see in season four they accidentally leave the camera in the actual shot oh in his apartment yes Mm -hmm. it's like it's one of those cameras Mm -hmm. yeah um so he comes in and he's all like He's all cocky in this. Yeah, he's got a puffed up chest. He's yeah. like, Mr. Barnhill, you now have two choices. You can go free, in which case the mongoose will probably kill you, or you can help us to identify the mongoose, in which case we will protect you. She goes, are you being the bad guy again? He goes, yes, and you are going home to your children. That's not very nice. Yep. He goes over, walks her across the street, and he's sending her Look home. Look at those shorts on that boy. <laughs> I know. He's got the wobbliest knob like, knees. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy that's cute is he in a different suit she's in different clothes yeah maybe it's the next day are those so. the clothes she was wearing when she, when she got there maybe no they only nope bought... a different sweater it is yep different sweater hmm. that's one of the new ones he bought her on their little shopping trip cute <laughs> he looks pretty cute there and charming a little too boyish oh yeah because that's horrible different strokes he finally says he's like you were right about conrad you did get him to talk he's like so She's like, you're welcome. No, make him say thank you. Like, for yeah. once, he can say thank you. He asked her, he's like, you sure I can, t- um, you know, you, we can take you by limo to the airport? And she's like, no, I want to, you know, ride on the double-decker bus. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. And she uh, shakes his hand. And she's like, make sure you take care of Comrade. Yeah. yeah, she gets on the bus and she's like, take care of him. He, he has a tendency to get into trouble. And he mm-hmm. goes, oh, like somebody else I know. Yeah. Like, really? You can't just be nice? And she almost gets shut in the door. I thought that was cute, though. Like, it is a cute. tease. It like, is cute. It's Aww. just he's always, he cannot say thank you for to save his life, right. you know? 
He almost got he there. He can't say he was wrong. So a few minutes later, she's up on the top, you know, going around uh, London to the airport. And then Mr. Uh, bad part, hair part, um, sits right in front of her. And she's like, oh, you, you know, like she recognized him from the casino. He goes, yes, it's quite fortuitous. And he said, uh, you have a small detour planned. And she goes, no, I don't. He goes, perhaps we should be properly introduced. And he hands her a card. And she's like, oh, thank you. And she looks at it. And then looks like she just crapped herself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where this is, but I really need to find out where that is. That market. That, that market. market. Yeah. Market. It's really Not funny. that I think they're going to have the same things there, but I just want to, you know, it looks really cool. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty neat. The architecture of it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Didn't they say in the episode? I don't know. We'll have to look I, and see. I feel like they did at some it's, point. It's, it's the Covent Garden, isn't it? Covent Garden. Yeah. Like I feel it's, it's, a, it's a marketplace. I got to write that down. We're going there next year, so I want to. It's supposed to be. It's a big marketplace there. And apparently it's on the walking tour. Apparently. Along with uh, St. Catherine's Dock and <laughs> uh, Tower of London. So now Conrad, because he, Lee has him helping out because he knows who the mongoose is and can identify him. So they're working their way through the walking tour of these diamonds being sold. And they're starting at the beginning of the tour and to try and get them. And they have men, Scotland Yard people all over the place and all the different spots. And Lee's telling him, he's like, well, he has to exchange the diamonds for cash. Based on what I know of him, he'd never make one drop. He'd, he'd keep on the move and make several. He goes, Scotland Yard doesn't have enough men to cover all the stops. He goes, but you're just covering Covent Garden. Scotland Yard doesn't have enough men to blanket each drop. I've got lookouts on all four of them. But this is where we're going to throw the net over him. I hope he comes. Keep your eyes open and point him out to me. He'll come, I promise you. I know he'll come. The lady picking out the carpet yeah. bags looked like Mary Poppins. Yeah, it looked like Mary Poppins. <laughs> that little stall with all of the quilted bags. <laughs> she had the umbrella and the trench coat and then even that hat. And the hat looked yep. like it. Okay, so here, what Oops. are we What are we up to? Number five yeah, on the number grabs? Yeah, number five with the grabs. Yeah, this is number five, and it's a, the most painful looking one. Yep. Her hand, if you watch Kate's hand, it's like stiff as a board here in a second. And it looks like she's really in pain. I wouldn't doubt if it really is hurting her. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think there's any good way to do yeah, that hold what he's doing and not her. actually yeah. hurt her. Yeah. Just snap that little arm in half. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, gee, but you kill people. He goes, part of the fun. <laughs> At each drop, you exchange a, a, a pouch of diamonds for a million dollars. She goes, what are you going to do with me when, when we're done? And he doesn't say anything. He just tightens her, his grip on her arm. And she's like, ah! So now we're at the Tower of London with mm-hmm. Willens. And Poor Willens. Yeah, he doesn't realize a mongoose is right behind him there. And he's about to take his last breaths. And then Amanda's on the other side of town. She stops at a hot dog stand where Elby is, the gentleman that uh, had met with Conrad earlier in the week. And he's <laughs> like, what can I do for you? She goes, I think I have something you want. And he's like, hey, this is going to be a good day. He's like, no doubt of that. She's like, and I think you have something I want. He's like, this is getting better all the time. She goes, I mean the diamonds. He goes, I thought the the mongoose had them. She says, he gave them to me. Do you have the money? He goes, yeah, yeah, I've got that. He goes, but if you've got the diamonds, why don't you show me how they sparkle? (laughs) And she pulls out the pouch and shows them. 
And he's like, she goes, now, if you have the money, why don't you show me how it shines? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, paper money, sweetheart. It doesn't shine. <laughs> Kate does a really good job, like, in this scene, like, acting, ner- like, nervous. But, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's but holding really your own. Good. But holding yeah, your own exactly, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I know what, yeah. you, what you mean. Yep. You're right. She's like, how do I know that there is exactly a million dollars in here? He goes, don't you trust me? She goes, honestly, it is not exactly your strong suit, sir. <laughs> and the mongoose will very be very angry with both of us if I don't bring back exactly one million dollars. He goes, well, how do I know the mongoose is around? She's like, he's here and he will kill us. <laughs> so he goes underneath the thing and grabs some more money and, and sticks it sticks a bunch of stacks in there yeah. and he goes now it's a million dollars everybody's happy <laughs> so then she hands off the diamonds and takes off and the mongoose is right there watching yep. so of course as always lee's left waiting and waiting and waiting and nothing's happening because everything's happening with amanda like all he has to do is stick with her it's like so easy yep. he's like I thought you would spot him. You're the only one who knows what he looks like. He goes, well, technically, you know, not just me. He goes, yeah. Amanda. He goes, Amanda. He goes, yeah, she was sitting next to him at the casino. He goes, well, why didn't you tell me that? He goes, I didn't know. I didn't think it was important. She doesn't know she, she sat next to him or what he looks like. He goes, yeah, but the mongoose knows what Amanda looks like. He's like, Amanda, say she's on her way home on a plane. Yeah. She's never where you think she's supposed mm-hmm. to be. <laughs> So then Lee gets on the uh, walkie-talkie and p- gets patched through to Washington. And then Billy's like, you know, what's up? And he's like, check the airline computers. See if Amanda made her flight back to the States. And of course she didn't. He goes, you don't think the mongoose has Amanda? He goes, since we have you, he needs someone to be his drop for the man for the diamonds. It amused him very much to use one of our own people. So he's saying that she's one of their own people. Cute. He goes, Never negative. Been. She didn't make it. He goes, he's got her. Damn it. I knew I should have taken her to the airport myself. He goes, Amanda's in trouble. We we have to have to think. And Connor is like, okay, now what would I do if I were the mongoose? And then Lee's like, start the pickup somewhere else. <laughs> I think it's cute that Conrad's one like really like, trying has a plan. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. and then Lee's like, okay, wait, okay, that's a good idea. What would I do? You know, like <laughs> Exactly. It was good. Yeah, that's very cute. And then he gets on the walkie-talkie and he's like, Willens, report in. Over. Yeah, he is over. <laughs> Willens is over and out for good. <laughs> hey, there's Mary Poppins yep. in the back there. And we get to see Willens. He seems to be taking a nap right now. <laughs> a bloody can't, nap. He can't come a to bloody the, good nap. He can't come to the walkie-talkie right now. <laughs> Please leave a message after the beep. Beep. He's got Amanda. Where are they? Keaton, get your men to the other drops. I'm taking St. Catherine's dock right now. Roger, Scarecrow. No, it's Scarecrow, not Roger. Hmm. Sorry. Ooh, that was bad. That was rough. That was rough. <laughs> that was very rough. So much that I didn't even catch it oh, until like just now. It's probably best. It's probably best you missed that. <laughs> <laughs> so Amanda and Jerkface um, are at the Tower of London. Great shot, by the way, of mm-hmm. the London uh, Tower of London right behind them. And she's like, I have two small boys. I just thought you should know that. <laughs> he just looks at her like, really? He goes, do your job with Mr. Rogson properly and you may live to see them again he doesn't look so bad from far away he's are you saying he's billboard pretty i don't think so oh no no so ironically they actually park right next to his car mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes hey i thought you had a lookout here he goes yeah i'm afraid whatever happened to willens happened to our man so they're at st Catherine's dock now mm-hmm. 
and then a very yummy moment comes. It's not you don't get to see him with his uh, holster on, but uh, this uh, navy jacket's pretty nice. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. So Lee pull, um, walks over and, and pulls aside uh, one of these uh, longshoremen guys and, and gets him to loan him his coat. And then Conrad actually spots the mongoose and goes after him. And then Lee goes walking past Amanda, and Amanda realizes it's him, and he pulls her aside. He's like, she goes, how did you know I was here? He goes, look, it's a long story. Where is he? She goes, last time I saw him, he was by his car. I moved. Slimy guy comes by. Throw your gun into the water, Mr. Sutton. Come on, come on. Ooh, he's got the silencer on. So he takes the money that Amanda had, and he's got his gun on both of them. And then Conrad comes and and jumps in, and there's melee and all this, and uh, he gets shot in the process, supposedly, yeah. but we don't see anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Amanda comes to help Conrad. Mm-hmm. She's like, that was a very brave thing to do. But not before Conrad yells, his uh, the mongoose has the dagger yes. in the right. Yes, that it's in his right hand, uh, like his right sleeve. I believe he said right sleeve. Because... Yeah. And then Amanda's helping Conrad up. He goes, it was, a, it was the first really brave thing I've ever done. Really stupid, too. And then she pokes at it. Because that's what you should do with yep. a wound. Of course. Yeah. Especially a gunshot wound. Yeah. Push it in there a little more. Yeah. Make it harder have. for the surgeons. <laughs> <laughs> so now we get to see what we talked about earlier, where we get to see the two stuntmen yep. uh, and the lazy editors mm-hmm. not really try and... Uh, I mean, a lot of times they'll blur them out so you can't really see, but I mean, it's super obvious. Yep. Super obvious. How terrible is that headpiece? Like yep. that hairpiece yes. is not even not horrible. close to the actors. Not even close. Like there has to be wig shops in London. There has to be wig shops. <laughs> it looks like plastic. Even in yeah. 1984, there were wig shops in London. That was awful. Awful. It was so much poofier than his hair, too. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't look anything poofier. like him. It was the no. wrong color. Like, mm-hmm. the, the number of things that was wrong with it. Yep. Yeah, it was, like, mat- matted down and yep. everything. It looked really bad. That shot of Bruce uh, up on the the ship before he grabs the rope. Oh, my goodness. Holy moly. He looked uh, mm-hmm. right there. My goodness. And that coat. <laughs> wow. So then Gary Davis does that whole rope thing and gets jumps over it. You could so see it. It's not, it's not Bruce. Mm-hmm. That stick thing, though, that looks like it hurt. Yep. He was, like, smacking him with the mm-hmm. stick. Oh, man. He gets him yeah, a couple he does. good times, too. Yeah, he does. And he just keeps sticking in there with him. Oh, oh. right in the ribs. And then he breaks it over his, his uh, back and then throws him overboard. But And then Lee hangs on. So that's really Bruce right there. So they must have there. And then the long shot is mm-hmm. Gary. But he's actually sitting there. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny how they do this, though. I bet you it was fun to film. Yep. Even for the guy that was in that horrible wig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like a pirate movie. Yep. With all the ship stuff and all jumping the on the ropes mm-hmm. and swinging on the ropes. So the mongoose almost gets to his car, and then he sees Scarecrow is right on his tail, so he takes off. And then Lee does his flying squirrel routine and jumps on, on him. <laughs> It, the, I'm surprised the wig didn't fall uh, over off. the car and <laughs> yeah. onto him. Did you guys see? He really the the stunt guy playing the mongoose really got slammed. His head got slammed into the to the car, that green car, like really hard. I didn't even you, notice. You could hear it bang and you could see it bang. Hmm. And then he pulls out a dagger out of his left hand, not mm-hmm. his right hand, like he was told. And then they're like, he's trying to stab 
Scarecrow, but Scarecrow gets the better of him. I mean, the guy is a lot older, you'd think. Yeah. <laughs> Which looks like a steak knife, by the way. It doesn't yeah. really look like a dagger. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> It does look like a steak knife. <laughs> Maybe he was He's having like, dinner before you, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> so then he gets thrown into the Thames. Mm-hmm. And then that water looks really gross, by yeah. the way. I hope he had his tightness. Like the Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I don't know who those, the what do you call those police in the water? <laughs> It's not like cops. the Coast Guard, but... Yeah. Port yeah. in Scotland Port. Yard just in on a boat? It's just yeah. officer? Mm-hmm. It just says officer one. So come on, come on, that's it. And then pull him out. So then they get him out of there. And then Lee leaves him. And then Amanda's like making poor Conrad walk on his shot leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she's in tall heels and... Well, he has a shot leg. I, I mean, I've been in heels before and they hurt, but I mean... Yeah, but you know Conrad's the type of man to put all his weight on her. Yeah, probably you're right. You're so right. <laughs> and then Keaton and his men finally show up, and he's like, you're late. He goes, my apologies on that. He goes, yeah, well, you'll find our friend in the Thames. <laughs> Conrad, when are you going to learn which is your right and which is your left? And he actually flips him around. He's, he's When he says right, he shows his left. He's like, oh, did I screw it up again? She goes, no. He goes, the important thing is that the mongoose has got cuffs on both hands right now. He goes, Lee and Amanda, I got to thank you guys. I mean, you bailed me out of a whole lot of trouble. She goes, yeah, well, what are friends for? And then they both said it pretty much at the same time. And they laugh. And then she hands up, sticks out her hand to shake his hand. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. I hate the tag in, in for one piece of it, which is that Conrad is such a tool in this. He just comes across like such a slime ball. I think he's just like he's never had anyone yes. care about him in any sort of way, and he right. is, he is milking it. I 100%. totally get it, hundred percent. I totally get it, but yeah. I still think he seems mm-hmm. like a douchebag for mm-hmm. doing if it. If you know? if a, if a better actor had done it, it could have been pulled off, but he just didn't pull it off right. Yeah, I I don't know. I think he pulled it off right, like mm-hmm. how he was supposed to. I just, I just hated how he was, like, the fact that he was doing that. It just yeah. was like, oh, dude, you're such a dork, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it was supposed to be funny, but it wasn't. It really. was. It was supposed to be funny, but it came across like a... That's what I, that's what I mean. Yeah. It, it was, yeah. With the right comedic timing, the right actor could have pulled it off. Yeah, probably. I do like um, Bruce's suit here. Yeah. And usually I don't like him in that light beige like that, but it looks really sharp. It, they must have really nice tailors there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So in the script, the tag is a lot different. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're still out in front of Buck, Buckingham Palace area, but with the royal residence as a backdrop, Lee and Amanda purchase a paper um, from a newsstand kiosk. Amanda smiles as she scans the front page. There it is. Mongoose caught. American citizen aids in capture of an international killer. And then Lee says, little something for Conrad's scrapbook. And Amanda says, I can't wait for our next class reunion when someone asks Conrad what he's been up to. She folds the paper and they begin to walk. Lee says, I'm surprised you didn't get a a mention in the articles. Amanda says, oh, that's fine with me. My idea of notoriety is being refreshment chairman of the PTA. Lee says, life in the fast lane, all right. Amanda says, I have to pick up my luggage at TWA and that check. And Lee says, I know they got your bags back, but what's this about a check? She says, it's from Trixie, you know, the lady who had my things. She's paying you for a luggage mix-up? And... Amanda says, she insisted for my, for my skirt and blouse. He goes, I'm lost. She's, she's trying not to laugh. See, Trixie, Miss Berlinger, is a nightclub performer. She told me she does an interpretive dance act. Anyway, when she arrived in Germany and found she had the wrong luggage, 
She didn't have any choice but to wear my clothes. Amanda, you two are hardly the same, he indicates Trixie's girth with his hands, size. <laughs> Amanda's starting to crack up. That's just it. Trixie says it was her best performance yet. The crowd loved the flying button finale. Oh my mm-hmm. God. She lets go and dissolves into laughter. Lee can't help himself any longer and also starts. Amanda, continuing, hardly able to speak. She even wants to go shopping with me back home. That does it. They both roar as we fade out. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm, That's cute. cute. It was really cute. But instead, we get this one, which is... Oh, look, Amanda, you have all afternoon before your flight. Mm. What are you going to do? Well, this may sound silly, but I've always promised myself that if I ever got to England, I would have a formal, proper afternoon British tea. Well, that's a good idea. There's some very famous, very posh places, you know. Oh, well, no, I think you have to know someone to get into those places. Well, I, uh, I think I could help out there. I do have a little influence, you know, even here. Oh, Lee, would you really do that? Anywhere you want, you just name the place, and I'll take you there. I'd like to have tea there, at the palace, where I belong. <laughs> oh, <for> you. <laughs> Which just seems out of yeah. character for him there, but it was cute. And that's how we end. Cute. Very sweet. Like Trixie would have been a funnier ending. I know, right? Yeah. I thought it was a little staged, this one, but it yeah. was really cute. But it was a little sure. too there's standy, perfectly in front of Buckingham Palace. Right. And I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I do think the other one could have been kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Especially Trixie. him like doing curves, you know, like right. Trixie's a little more curvy. You yeah. know? <laughs> that would have been funny. Now it is time for mail from Mrs. Marston. So we have a message from Chris. So Chris sent us a message regarding episode 20, talking about weekend. And here is what she said. Beverly Garland told the story of her and Kate's disagreement about the you love camping line in one of the episodes on a DVD produced from one of the SMK reunions. Watching her tell it was funny. Watching others' reactions to the story was hilarious. (laughs) Thank you, Chris. Yes, I was there when she told that story, mm. and it was hilarious. <laughs> I remember seeing it on the video. It was really funny. <laughs> yes, it was very funny. This is because Dottie didn't want to be a camper? Yeah, because Beverly was saying, <laughs> you know, Dottie wouldn't, doesn't like camping, and Kate was saying, no, she does. And she was, no, she doesn't. So they were, like, oh arguing gosh. back and forth. That's funny because they use that a lot. Yeah, and that's why they argued about it. Yeah. Kate was like, yeah, she loves it. And she's like, Beverly's like, no. It was really funny. Hmm. And, you know, Beverly, with if you ever watched her tell stories, she's she's so funny. Her really raspy voice and everything, and she just gets indignant. It's really funny. Ernie the Camera brings you Video Vault for the episode To Catch a Mongoose. In this episode, Amanda wins at Blackjack as well as everyone's heart. Therefore, the first video selected is based on the song Queen of Hearts by Juice Newton with the video put together by SMK Jenny Lee. The second video celebrates all the fun they had in London and the start 
of season two European episodes. Yay! The song is London by Brandon Heath, and the video was put together by Love Lee Stetson. These videos can be found on YouTube, and we have provided links on our website at mkcpodcast.com. And now it's time for Dottie's Bookshelf, where we'll give you recommendations for fan fiction that ties in into the episode. The first one we'll recommend is Adventures in Shopping, written by Linda in 2001. The story is set in season three, but the setup is similar to uh, To Catch a Mongoose. Lee and Amanda are sent to England and her luggage is lost, so what's a girl to do but to go shopping? In our second recommendation, you'll find a much more mature story in Lainey Sullivan's 88 Ways to Play Backgammon with the chapter Nothing to Wear. In this series, Lee and Amanda are lovers from the very beginning, and this particular chapter, we see more of how exactly Amanda made Lee feel better after the mongoose tried to choke him to death with his silk scarf. And let's just say she doesn't use medicine. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you'll find these links on our website at mkcpodcast.com. And they're also available on fanfiction.net. Thank you for joining us as we kicked off the first episode of season two to catch a mongoose. We hope you will join us next time as we chat about another great European episode, The Times They Are Changing. In the meantime, be sure to check out our website at mkcpodcast.com and our Twitter and Facebook pages at mkcpodcast. We would love to hear from you. Bye. 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 Bye.